We have a lot of cool stuff planned for season three. Being proud of who you are no matter what you do. You definitely see the characters progress a lot more. They start growing up. I think Ginger and Darren are endgame. It is a masterpiece of an episode. Oh, it's the cattiest moment in the history of television. Trust me, everybody has been excited for our thoughts on it. Who's the girl in the pink capri? It's Courtney! It's Courtney! Hello, everybody, and welcome to We're In Between, the podcast that discusses As Told by Ginger once a week, every week. But, of course, we always have some special interviews in the mix as well. Also, hi, everyone. It's Ashley. Now, I haven't been on in a while. Life's been crazy and busy. But I am here for this one, and we are interviewing the voice of Courtney Gripling. It's Liz Georges. We have her with us, and it's really exciting. Thanks so much for being here, Liz. Oh, well, thank you for having me. So uh, right before we discuss about um, your role as Courtney, so I would I, I always ask this to everybody that we've had on the show who's um, voiced various characters. So I'd like to know, where did you get your influences for acting? Where did I get my influences for acting? You know, I, I can't really think of like an actual influence that I had, except that, you know how everybody all, they all start out in the school plays and everything. And, mm -hmm. and, and of course I did that. Um, and I, I was bitten by the bug early on, but my very first professional job was in Jack Benny Jr. High School, <laughs> where I went in Waukegan, Illinois. Oh, hey. Sorry, super close to me. <laughs> and I was hired to do um, to do a thing for the fire department or something about a girl who called them up to report a fire but didn't tell them where to go. And so I was it was like my very first voiceover job. <laughs> so my very first paying gig. And I got to get out of school and they paid me fifteen dollars. Nice. Yeah, nice. So awesome. <laughs> that's kind of how I got started. Um and then, you know, just doing school plays and then, I don't know, doing plays in college and then stuff like that. And, oh. and then later, moving, beginning my career, moving to Minneapolis because there were a whole lot of equity theaters there. So I figured that was a good place to start. And, um, and it was, and there was also all kinds of other stuff to do there too. So anyway, so, and then I moved to Chicago and then I moved to LA and I, but I don't know who influenced me, like who I wouldn't, I don't, I don't think I have a who. Nobody in my family did knew anything about acting. We didn't really watch much TV growing up. It was, you know, we still had a black and white TV set even when I went to college. <laughs> so we were way behind everybody else. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I really liked the Three Stooges. My mom wouldn't let me watch them. Um, well, she would let me watch them, you know, just a little bit and, you know, and that's all. And I liked Mickey Mouse. Nice. <laughs> So uh, those are those are fantastic, absolutely. Um, how about you? Uh, so Ashley? What's your question? All right, I guess my first question is um, kind of just a general one. Here is um, what, if anything, of Courtney Grippling do you see in yourself? Like that sort of pulled you in while you were, you know, playing her. You know, just because I knew I was doing this podcast, I went back and I looked at the at some of the episodes. 
And I couldn't believe how awful Courtney is. <laughs> she's, she's terrible. And but it's interesting because when I was when I was playing her, I didn't feel awful. I guess I just I didn't you know I, I was not going to judge my character. Uh, but I will say that she has a certain um, self-centeredness, which you know I mean I think everybody can get into that. Like when I think I just went into that more as Courtney, it, the kind of thing where maybe everyone knows who she is, but perhaps she doesn't know everybody else in school kind of thing. Sure. Um, so maybe that's where I might connect with her a little bit, but really, uh, oh my goodness, <laughs> girl, she has, she has much to learn. And I, I believe she will because I think she has a good heart. Well, she definitely did learn a lot throughout the series. Like, um, throughout the early seasons, Courtney was so fascinated with Ginger, wanting to learn about what middle-class life is. And there have been various episodes in which she has. And and later on in the series, like, more specifically season three, uh, for a lot of fans, and I'm not going to say too much because Ashley hasn't seen the series as a whole, but, um, you know, a lot of people felt that Courtney wasn't treated very well and that she was kind of wronged in a lot of ways, especially in the series finale, which something big happens, which I'm not going to say what it is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's pretty. pretty, What can I, I can't talk about it. No, no, you can't. I'm sorry. Ashley hasn't seen it. (laughs) Yeah, that is, that's a really unfortunate thing that happens and it's not, it's not Courtney's fault. No, it wasn't. Um, It was just unfortunate circumstances. Yeah. And I, and I also think too, as the series went on and Ginger kind of moved on with her concerns, you know, I think Courtney was a little bit more, um, she was more on the margins you know yes absolutely yeah um all right so uh, so my question uh regarding about courtney was when you did the audition were you called to do any other characters besides courtney you know actually i think the first thing that i auditioned for i think the first character was dodie oh or pody as i like to say first it was pody and um and then it was, then I, you know, and then I auditioned for Pody and, uh, Dodie and, and uh, Courtney. And then pretty soon I just auditioned for Courtney. So I think they kind of figured out early on that, you know, which direction this was going. So, <laughs> but that, yeah, that's, that's the only one. We used to have fun. I think during the sessions we used to have fun. Like if, if somebody wasn't there, which was, which was not that often because uh, mostly, you know, we were there recording together um, you know, there would be like a scene and there would be like, you know, just those people in the scene that were in the in the room recording. But if somebody couldn't make it, then we would all do each other's voices. And I think people, that was kind of fun too. You know, we got to talk like this, which is, you know, my favorite thing to do. Um, you know. Oh my God, that's great. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm trying to talk like Ginger. That's actually pretty decent. It's not bad. Kind of and you know, Dodie was like, <laughs> I'm so excited about everything. I don't know. Oh, God, my voice. Anyway, so hi. Where were we? <laughs> no, no. I, I, this is stuff that we love to hear behind the scenes stories because pretty much every single person that we've talked to on the podcast, they've always talked about how they would impersonate everybody, especially Jackie. They always impersonated Jackie. Yeah. <laughs> Jackie. And then there's Miranda. Oh, boy, she's mean. Oh. oh yeah, she's 
in my opinion, worse worse than Courtney. She she does not have a very nice heart there for the most part. But she had a rough home life. That's fair. That's fair. It's interesting though. You know, I was thinking. Well, you know, her the the one person that had really involved parents, at least you know, in this show, it was it was Ginger. You know, because I'm thinking like, well, Macy's parents were kind of strange, and and Dodie's parent. Well, Dodie's mom was around, but she was you know. I don't know. A little high strung, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We all have these very distant parents and, and the same thing with Miranda. So I don't know. Yeah. So I, I you're right. I think that um, that Cordy did get fascinated. I don't know if it was so much with with um, with with the middle class thing, although that was a novelty, I'm sure. Sure. <laughs> but um, but I think with the genuineness, you know, of of the the three friend you know the three girls with the the main girls with the friendship and all and, and particularly with with ginger I, I don't know you know she just dismisses the other two uh, usually but um yeah anyway next question <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about anymore oh, it's okay no worries <laughs> um yeah you're next Ashley sure um and this is another one that i've asked a couple of people um what's your favorite episode either for your recording reasons or just your favorite episode of the show that you remember well those would probably be different episodes because i think i I think probably everybody says this but hello stranger was my favorite episode i mean it's a cartoon that you can watch and at the end you're crying yep um, at least I, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but I also kind of felt that way about the little sea girl, seal girl song when she's what's um, what's the name of that one? Come back, little seal girl. Come back, little seal girl. Okay, um, so I was that. But in terms of for 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 me and for acting purposes, um, I think that it, it was fun. Like when when I got to, you know get my comeuppance or whatever. And I think that no hope for Courtney one. Oh yes. Um, really pushed all my buttons. And, and um, so, so that was kind of a fun one for me to do. Um, but then I, there were other things. I love the slumber party one. Yeah, was, um, yeah. That was a good one. Actually. That was a that really was good called. one. I don't know the names of all these episodes. Uh, it, the slumber party one was called sleep on it. Sleep on it. And I loved my room. Oh, Courtney has a great room with yeah, the faux fur and with, the, with the talking the mirror. Bed. Exactly, in the talking mirror. Yeah, I would I would be down to have that room right now, no less. <laughs> um, so probably for recording, like I say, it was probably two di- two different things. But I'm try- I, I always like that one, the lice one too, of lice and friends. I know that one. Mm-hmm. Because that's another one where kind of you get your comeuppance. But then, you know, Ginger was, was sweet to me. And um, I don't know. That's that's kind of what I think, but but that that but I would say of all of them that that Hello Stranger is just oh god, and especially when at the very end, you know, when she thanks her mom. Yes. Oh uh, yeah. I don't give anything away if you haven't. Yeah. No, no, I've seen that one. I've seen that one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, when she thanks her mom for the flowers. So anyway. Yeah, it was just absolutely brilliant. So uh, another question that I um, ask was, you know, that I sometimes ask for various people when, you know, when it comes to the podcast, like, um, you know, not only like fond memories of the show, but uh, do you recall of um, anything happening like when you were voicing Courtney? Would Would you do like any ad libs or add any of your personality to the character as the series went on? Um, I, I think as, as things went on, we all probably, well, I'm sure we all just knew our characters better and better. 
And so it's sort of like whatever we did worked. Um, whereas when you're first starting out, you you sort of, you know, you have this these parameters of what you think your character is supposed to be and you try really hard to just stick within it. Like, um, you know, from everything from like the range of your voice and to, you know what I'm saying? You just you try really hard to stick there. But then later as you become more and more comfortable and, and, and you know, you just sort of inhabit this person in front of the microphone, then you just do whatever you do and it kind of comes out okay. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> a lot of, um, every, pretty much everybody from Aspen, Jackie, and Melissa pretty much said the same thing, that as the series went on, they grew really accustomed to their characters, that right. even a little bit of their personalities was in them as the, um, probably like around the last season. Right. Or else, you know, you walked out of there with a little bit of Courtney still on you. I mean, that, that's, <laughs> that's how I felt. <laughs> I'm to shake that one off. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Ashley, do you have any other questions? If you don't have a specific one, that's fine. But if you do, then just favorite behind the scenes moment, or it can be a more general favorite behind the scenes thing that you went through. Favorite behind the scenes moment. Well, you know, I don't, I, I I don't know if this is like a favorite, but one of the things I always like enjoyed, you know, that, um, um, Cree who plays, uh, um, Miranda, (laughs) Miranda, um, she got a dog. I think his name was Rufus. Mm-hmm. And she, she's a little chihuahua. <laughs> so she would bring him in with her into the studio. <laughs> and that's all I could. Um, it was fun. It was fun to have a little dog there. Sure. Um, um, I'm trying to think what else. Things happen. Things. So many things happened when we were. We were all sort of in. in well, I'm trying to think. I can't think of any really. I mean, there was always stuff going on. People were always sure, telling sure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, know, I, I can give you a few examples if you want. Like, um, there was a bir- um, Eric Casimiro told us this story about there was a birthday party and some guy came in with still singing the little Seal Girl song. Oh my God. I don't know if I was there. Oh. I, I must have missed that. Well, that's, the, that's too. Oh, well, uh, there's another story <laughs> like. Um, <laughs> Let's see, this is one that we just learned uh, recently because we had Mark Risley, the director of various episodes. So when he was in the hospital and his dad was being taken care of, a nurse came in and she was approaching Mark saying, Mr. Risley, I have to tell you that your episode was told by Ginger meant a lot to me. <laughs> oh, oh my goodness isn't that great yeah i know and his dad is in the court his dad is in the other room and he's sick and there goes this nurse saying like that episode meant a lot to me hello stranger touched me and my daughter i'm a single mom so have you ever had any of that kind of experience like somebody approached you and say like oh you know courtney meant a lot to me or something um i don't you know I don't think most people would would recognize me as 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 being that character. So, unless they knew, um, I have had people tell me that this show meant a lot to them, and I was like, oh, that's nice, you know. And I have to be honest with you, I I kind of didn't realize what we had there when we were doing it. Everybody said that. Um, Everybody yeah. has said that, especially well, Ken. I'm just telling you, that I looked back over. I mostly looked at the first season. I was looking at episodes in the first season, and I. And I realized that there was there was so much there, and um, you know, all all about that. And I have I have two daughters, so I've watched two of them go through junior high school or through middle school, and uh, and you know, high school, and um, you know, kids go through a lot. And um, 
and these these girls certainly certainly do, um, you know, on on his toe by ginger and. So every once in a while, you do get somebody who tells you like what a complete fan they are of the of the series, and you know, um, and, and it's always like, wow, that's I, I, that's so great. I mean, it, I mean, the fact that you guys are doing a podcast about this show, I, I think that's wonderful. And I just, you know, I wish we could do it again. I wish we were still doing this show. I would still like to do it. There's, there's so much more to explore, especially as they grow up, you know? Yeah, well, but we'll I, definitely, uh, there's a lot of questions regarding that, so we'll, we'll definitely get to that. Uh, my final question for you, and um, then we can read our listener questions, unless you had any other questions, Ashley? Uh, no, I'm good to move on to the listeners. Okay, uh, my final question is, uh, who are your favorite characters besides Courtney? Oh, oh now you're going to get me in all kinds of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, gosh. Well, um, first of all, I love uh, Lorraine Newman's Lois. I love Lois. Yeah, um, Lois is fantastic. Also, you have to, really. She's great. I mean, I, I don't really know who I don't like. I think every character's... I mean, I like Brandon and his little monkey. <laughs> you know, I like... Um, um, uh, uh, you know, my, my brother. Oh, God. Blake. Blake's such a twit. You know, and that's Kat Susie. She's, you know, she's fabulous. Tress McNeil as, as Hunt. I mean, they're, they're, they're just really great characters. And Jeannie, Elias, you know, she's just great. Oh, yeah, they're, so they're we fantastic. Have, we have such good people working on this show. Um, it's, it's hard to pick, but I don't know. All right. Well, that's fair. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's really hard to choose. <laughs> All right, now we can get over to our listener questions, and man, we have a lot of them. A lot of people uh -huh. were so excited when they when we told them that you know you were going to be on the show. So oh, let's start off yeah. with the spoiler-free questions. We have a question from uh, Hoodsy Bishop fan, and oh. okay, this is I, I I mean if you r r would like to do this, that's perfectly fine. So. <clears throat> Can you please sing the Courtney theme song? This will this will be a lot of fun, actually. Um, how about if Ashley and I we sing the part of the lyrics and then you sing, you know, it's Courtney, it's Courtney, as Courtney Grippling. What do you think? That what do you think, Ashley? That'll be fun, right? Um, well, I don't know the the lyrics. Well, the first one is who's the girl in the pink capri? It's Courtney, it's Courtney. There you go, like that. Then there's um, who's the girl who loves to ski? <laughs> It's Courtney. And then there's um, who throws the best parties. And then finally, who's the girl we want to be? So, I mean, no, who's the girl we all agree? That's what it is. So, yeah, I guess we can start things off. So, uh, you want, which one do you want to start off with, Ashley? You want to start with the first or the second lyric? Um, I, I'll do the second, sure. Okay, so here we go. All right. <clears throat> okay, one, two, three. Who's the girl in the pink capri? It's Courtney, it's Courtney. Who's the girl who loves to ski? It's Courtney, it's Courtney. Who throws the best parties? It's Courtney, it's Courtney. Who's the girl we all agree? It's Courtney. Yay, bravo. <laughs> Yay. All right, that's great, fantastic. Okay. Right. Okay, so we have a we have a couple of questions from Plinkomatic, and uh, this person says, Liz, if uh, somebody told you that as told by Ginger would still have a fo fan following nearly two decades later, would you believe them? No. Wow. <laughs> no, but I 
I, I'm so glad that there is a fan following and I, you know, and looking back, I see why there would be. All right. It's good. Fantastic. It's good too. All right. Uh, next. Okay. So his, uh, the second question is, uh, Liz, you voiced Maggie Simpson in the debut short of the oh. Simpsons. Good night on the Tracy Ullman show. How did you get that role? Um, I, you know, I'm trying, that was a long time ago. Um, I think I just auditioned for it and I don't even know, I think, I don't really remember too much from it, but I think I cried or something or mm. I, did, did Maggie have a voice? I can't, it was, it was different then. I don't know. They were just trying it out. They were sort of trying out this, this, what would later become, you know, um, Blah blah blah. Um, but I'm trying to think. That's okay. Maggie Simpson. Yeah, I was. Yeah, I. I don't know. I don't remember. I think I was just like go to an audition, get the job, go do the thing, and see what happened. And that's oh. what happened. Okay, perfect. <laughs> All right, we have our next question from Jason, and he says, "Hi, thank you so much for guesting on the podcast." Thank you, Jason. Yes. Um, my question is, how did you create the voice of Courtney? What did you pull from your life experiences, etc., to build the character's voice and attitude? How much of it was the script, and how much of it was your own say in voice acting? Oh gosh, well, I, I you know, I, I don't, I, I think anytime you you get a script, um. You like you try to do all kinds of different things with it to kind of get where you're where you think you want to be going and you just keep experimenting with it and and then and then you just do it and you see if it sticks you know so it's sort of like I sort of came up with it a little bit gradually you know because and then I went in and did it and and I got some laughs and stuff so I thought well that's good so I'll keep doing that you know I think that's how. I'm not really sure. Um, I don't really know how that works exactly. Okay. You know? That's fine. Okay, we have another question. We have a question from DJ, and he says, Squee! Oh my gosh, welcome, Miss Courtney, for playing to the podcast. I must say that you are quite the spirit animal for many as told by Ginger fans with your charming Courtneyisms. I have a question for you, um, Liz. I appreciate yes. how Courtney is not your typical snobby girl archetype. She has a heart of gold and aspires to be like the homely Ginger. How much do you see Courtney as a role model? I, I think that's I think that's a great observation because, like I said before, I, I at first I thought, well, what an awful child, and then and then I realized that she's you know she's. I think Courtney is on, on a quest to find her humanity. I really do. That's what I think Courtney's big arc in life is going to be. And I think that, that um, like, there's this, something that Ginger said to her. It was like, it's, it's, it's more important to be nice than to be popular. And then, and then Courtney goes, yeah, well, that's because you've never been popular, you know? And I think that that's her life lesson that she's going to be learning it is better to be nice than to be popular. And I think, um, you know, hopefully if, if the show were to go on and she would get through high school and the rest of it, I think that's where she would end up. Mm -hmm. So yes, I think that's a good observation. Wonderful. And we have our last spoiler-free question. And going back into Hoodsie Bishop fan, and um, this person says, there have been rumors about a proposed episode where Courtney admits that she was in love with Ginger, but Nickelodeon would not allow it. Can you confirm if this is true or not? If it was true, what would have happened? Uh, wow, I, this is the first I've heard of it. Hmm. I, maybe it's true. 
but I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, it's been a rumor that's been around for at least a couple of years, but nobody knows it's tr- if it's true or not. I want to throw a follow-up there. Um, in general, there were sort of talks about, at least at the beginning in various times, as to whether... Um, and I guess you could probably speak to it because you're the one who voiced her, right? Uh, whether her interest in Ginger was any kind of romantic or if you think it was just interest for interest's sake. I think, again, I think that Courtney was drawn to Ginger through Ginger's, her her authenticity. Sure. The fact that Ginger was, was, you know, Ginger wore her heart on her sleeve. She was always going through stuff and... Courtney was always covering up stuff and just to see somebody who was actually being real um, was very attractive. You know, the weird thing for me is I never did figure out, you know, Blake and I are are so rich (laughs) and like, what was I doing there? But but I, I, you know, I just, I I don't know why my parents put me there, but maybe they were... (laughs) Uh, you know, in the public school, I don't know, I don't know why, but, but I'm glad they did because otherwise they wouldn't have met such, you know, such gingers and Dodies and Macy's. That is true. Um, yeah, be no show. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, uh, Kat, uh, so um, Ashley, we have a lot of spoiler questions. I'll let you know when we are ready to uh, continue. Okay. 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 Oh. Close your ears now. Yep. Yeah, we have a lot of spoiler questions, so. Let's, oh boy. Yeah, this is okay. So let's start things off with um, a question from Norbert, and he asks, "Hi, Liz. Thank you for uh, agreeing to be on the podcast. A lot of people, uh, a lot of people believe that Ginger should become friends with Courtney and dump Dodie and Macy, especially after the events of the episode Wicked Game, where Dodie and Macy uh, conspire to break her and Darren up. Do you agree?" Oh, absolutely not. No, of course not. I mean, that's the thing that I think girls, when they're growing up, they they do kind of end up learning, and usually it's the hard way, about um, a romance coming in between friendships. And um, and I think that's what that was about. And and although we all love Darren, you know, and it just it it just made sense. Of course, of course, they're going to get jealous about it, and of course, they're going to. They probably shouldn't have tried to break them up like they did, but I don't know. I no, of course she has to forgive them and and go on and 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 I think it was an episode where you know Courtney's like a really good friend in a in a way because she's the one who's going to tell Ginger the truth. Yes, she tries to. Yes, she did. She was the one who let uh, Darren and Ginger know that Dodie and Macy were working with Miranda and Mipsy to break them up. Yes, that's right. I th- I just think it's a really uh, it's. It's a very common occurrence where um, a best, and it happens the other way too. It's not, you know, obviously it happens with, with guys too. Their friends get jealous of, you know, girls who take over their time and everything, and all of a sudden they don't feel as close to their best buddies, you know. I think it's just a very common occurrence. And I, anyway, that's all. Okay, the, the next question was um, at the end of the series, now we can say the spoiler thing. So the Griplings go broke. How do you think this affected Courtney? And what do you think her life would be like now? Oh, gosh, Courtney. Well, I just, I, all I can hope is that Courtney got better grades than I think she did. And that she was able somehow to get herself into college <laughs> um, after high school. I don't know what, you know, I don't, it's such an unfair thing that happens. Yeah, it's such a, 
it's such an unfair thing that the rug is pulled out from under her. So where would she be now? Oh, oh I don't know. She'd be like, I, I don't know. I, I hope she could, I could just, I'm just saying, I hope she could like go to school and like become a nurse or something. She could do something useful with her life. That's what I hope for her. Yeah, I think that with, um, you know, there was an episode uh, called um, Mommy Nearest in which um, Lois and Courtney got really close together. Uh So maybe um, Lois became kind of a role model for Courtney that made her eventually want to go into nursing. I love that. What a great idea. Uh, Jackie's idea for Macy was that she thinks she thought that maybe um, Macy would be a lesbian and that she would travel between France and Canada and she would actually be dating Courtney. Oh, excellent. Yeah, I thought that was I thought that was a pretty unique one. It's like, hey, you know, um, Macy's in band. Courtney can be the cheerleader. So maybe they can like hook up. Jackie didn't tell me about that, but that's that's a good one. Yeah, that's interesting. And it's very interesting. So going into a Hoodsy Bishop fan again and his spoiler question. Um, is there any particular reason why Courtney doesn't appear that much in season three and why her social life was an all-time low in high school, even before the Griplings had lost their fortune? Why do you think, as told by Ginger, uh, the writers decided to do all that to poor Courtney as the series was rushing to a close? I'm not really certain, other than um, it did seem that um, the show is focusing a bit more on, um, you know, Ginger and her her other relationships. Sure. And also, I think there is something about high school where, you know, nobody really cares anymore about you and your little clique. They don't really care. Um, if at least if you're, that's kind of the way the high school works here. The the middle schools are very very clicky, and once you get into high school, people don't really care. You have to sort of be your own person. And maybe it was about focusing more on Ginger and more about her becoming who who she was going to become. And and maybe people like Courtney just sort of became you know more on the on the sidelines. Okay, that's uh, wonderful. So that's it for the spoiler questions. Let me just add Ashley back. Hi, Ashley. Hello, again. Okay, we're done with the spoiler questions. So we're just going to ask two more, and then we're done. So uh, going back into Norbert again, he asks, uh, let's see, with the advent of Nickelodeon doing revivals on their classic shows, uh, with the upcoming TV movies of Hey Arnold, Rocko's Modern Life, and Invader Zim, um, if there ever was an As Told by Ginger reunion or revival in some way, would you be down to voice Courtney again? Oh, of course. Absolutely. All no right. question. Wonderful. Uh, now, I, and now my last question, and I always ask this to everybody. So what do you think of the legacy of As Told by Ginger as a whole? What do I think of the legacy of As Told by Ginger as a whole? Yeah. Um, I'm pretty proud of it, I guess, looking back. I'm proud of it. I'm, I, I think it, um, it, it still holds up, um, and I can see why kids would be interested in seeing it. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm so happy that I was a part of it. We had a great time. We really did. Yeah. And the thing that really made me happy was when um, Jackie and Paul came to our podcast discussing about one of the episodes, they were talking about how you uh, Jackie and Paul did a show and Melissa was there and that yeah. you guys had a little impromptu as told by Ginger reunion. Oh, it was great. It was great. It was just uh, Paul, Paul and Jackie did a great show. First of all, they're funny as poop. <laughs> they really are so funny. 
And um, yeah, Melissa was there, and it was it was great to see Melissa again. I hadn't seen her in in quite a while. I think they live near each other, so I think they've run into each other a lot more than than I have. But, okay, that's fair. Um, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's it. So Liz, thank you so much for coming into the podcast. We really do oh, appreciate it. My pleasure. And thank you so much for for having the podcast and for being fans and stuff and encouraging fans. Absolutely. And special shout out to Jackie who actually helped us get a hold of you. So thank you, Jackie. Thanks, Jackie. <laughs> All right. So um, yeah, let us know if you have any upcoming projects um, coming up. I don't at the moment. Okay, just, well, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, just let us know if anything. <laughs> All right, well, thank you so much for listening, everybody. I hope that you uh, enjoyed our interview with Liz. We got plenty of other guests coming in the future, so stay tuned for that. Hope to see you around soon, and take care. Hey.